What's up guys? Here we go this week. So I really wanted to get into something. I wanted to talk about a lost art, something I think that we forget about as we're getting older. And I think it's something that could be very valuable to us, but we forget about it. And it's our imagination. I think oh. we, as we get older, lack imagination as our responsibilities grow. But when you really think about it, these people have crazy creative ideas like, like Uber, for instance. Like, that's creativity. And I think that if we really sit back and we think and we go back to our youth, we think about how much more our imagination worked than it does currently. Yeah. This is not where I thought you were going to go <laughs> at all. Same. But I like it. Because, especially when you talk about us being kids with our imagination, you can go outside and fucking, uh, you know, build a very intricate, like, river system and think that you're farming or some crazy stuff, and then you kind of don't really do things like that anymore. And if no one noticed the slightly girl giggle that went off in the background, we do have Stephanie here. So, Steph, welcome to episode 34. (laughs) Welcome Welcome back. She was uh, our first guest, actually. She was. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know, Steph. Do you um, would you consider yourself a creative, artistic, imaginative person? Not creative whatsoever. Do you think you Ooh. used to be when you were younger? No, like I've never been good at drawing <laughs> and like I don't know. I can picture things, but I can't like put things together. Hmm. What about you? <laughs> I've always been pretty artistic. No, but do you think your imagination has grown, or do you think it's shrunk? I think it's gotten dark. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You ain't wrong. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) No, seriously. Like, I picture some pretty fucked up stuff that obviously is... Like, imagination doesn't just mean, like, sunshine and rainbows. It could just be, like, picturing, you know, I don't know, yourself getting raped or something. Well, this is the whole reason... your imagination, right? Dude, the whole reason I even thought about any of this today, because I was driving and I was thinking about... I was thinking about work, but I was thinking, like, making something out of nothing. And... Then I started thinking about your imagination and stuff. And realistically, whenever you're giving a situation, we're so we're taught a certain way to how to handle it or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that we forget that we can think outside the box. It's like almost like a, a feared land to go to because it's like unheard of. Yeah. Well, I guess then my question for you is, because I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand. You just graduated, right? Mm-hmm. College. So you just finished doing all your schooling and kind of living by you have a schedule that you have to uh, follow. follow, you know, responsibilities and like it's all regimented in, in, in sort of a way. And now that you've graduated, you're kind of going through that transition where, oh, shit, there's no exact path for me to follow. Now I got to plow through my own path. Is that fair to say? Yes. Everyone keeps asking me like, oh, like, how's life after graduation? And yeah. I'm like, it's just awkward. Like. You don't know what's going on or what you're doing. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I got out of the Marines, that's how I felt. And it's uncomfortable and it's been hard. Yeah, because you're learning though, huh? You feel like you're learning some things. You may not be doing everything you want to be doing, but do you think you're starting to learn things, see the world a little bit differently than maybe you did a few months ago? No, because December was just like a fun time because I was celebrating my graduation for like the whole month. Uh And then like January has just been like... A shit show? Yes. Well, now I think about like, dude, right when I got out of the military, Uh it was a shit show. For five months, where I didn't oh know God. what I was doing for my life. I don't well, what have you been, what, are, what have you been doing with your time differently now that you're not going to school? I mean, I'm still been working. I'm just not spending as much time at work because 
my last six months was like internship and working. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I, I don't know. Well, so what do you do with your downtime though? That means so you have more time on your hands. Well, since I work at a gym, like I spend most of my time there. Like if I'm not working, I'm still there working out. Maybe that's, so that's what's us. driving me to insanity. But that, I mean, it's, that's exactly one way what we've been doing it too. So I can see that for sure. I don't know. Like when I when I got out of the military, there was that those five months. Um, first thing I did was I guess kind of what you did in December, where it's just like I partied and celebrated being out of the Marine Corps, and then I kept doing it and kept doing it and I kept doing it. And then I started feeling a little bit empty inside. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I know I'm meant to have more of a purpose than this. And I know if everybody that I've told that I, you know, am gonna do big and successful things, I felt guilty uh-huh. of myself and I felt like I betrayed myself. And I remember specifically, which I've said this on the podcast before, that there was a night and I had an epiphany and it was pretty much like verbally, you know, making affirmations to myself saying that I was weak until I fell asleep. Oh my God. Yeah, it was. I was having uh, a hard time. That's, I mean, sometimes that's you got to get deep. I just say it out loud to like and tell myself like, stop being such a fucking bitch and take control of your life because. But if you don't know what you want to do, like my whole thing right now is I want to work, but I don't know yeah. exactly what I want to do. But the, the 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 catch is is you can't not do nothing. Well, I'm not sure. doing nothing, but I don't want to settle for a, like a salary, yeah. like nine to five no, job, just to say that. So I have what that. I would do. And maybe I'm wrong because I'm not that much older than you, obviously, is that <laughs> I feel like one of the biggest things that we've always preached on this podcast is self-evaluation. And I think if you're in a position where you're not knowing what to do, to always look inside and then find whatever your weaknesses are and improve on that. And Because I think when you do improve on the things that you know you have a hard time on, good things always follow in that path. So like... For me, alcohol was the thing that was driving me up the wall and made me feel like I was doing shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit drinking. And when I quit drinking, that was one habit that I did. That's when I started going into the meal prep during that, I guess, 2015. Uh So there was two months of not drinking. But during that time, I was able to focus. You know, it was the habit of quitting drinking, but it was also, since I quit drinking, all a bunch of different new habits formed, such as, you know, always going to the gym no matter what, every single day, because I wasn't drinking. Because I never got hung over. Yeah. So then once I started going to the gym every day, then I was like, oh, I better eat healthy. So then my diet changed. And it was all a bunch of things that fell over just one habit. So. But I feel like like I'm the same way. Like I've been trying to do that since like January 1st. But mm-hmm. I already am like starting to feel burnt out. And it's been like three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing you should be aware of too. Like you may feel a lot of Sorry pressure. if we feel like we're lecturing you. No, no. no. <laughs> like, like I know like you just got out of school and you may feel like there's pressure for you to like have your career like now. But – don't be timid about trying like the next job that you get is probably more than likely not going to be the job you're doing for the rest of your life or for the next five or 10 years. So, you know, be open-minded to whatever you're going in and whatever experience you do get, like you're getting experience from it, you know? So take shots. Everyone keeps telling me I need to get a hobby. Some hobby. Yeah. So, well, that's what I was kind of getting at before. So what what do you like doing on your free time? Like what? I, I don't know. Or if you could do something that you're not doing, like, do you, you like playing sports? Do you like the draw? No, see, I'm I would say <laughs> I would say you you like. Walk. I mean, you are a very friendly person and you're very social. So I think that's one thing that you are passionate about. Which no, most people won't, may think that as a hobby, but I think socializing does take a certain skill. Because I mean, I like talking to people, but I don't like talking to people. Really. Yeah. 
I do it because I, I, you know, for as far as work goes, I do it because I think I'm good at it and I think I know how to talk to someone. But as I would be, you know, if you put me in my house, I'd be perfectly fine just chilling here. I just don't like sense the small talk. Like I think if a conversation can be avoided because it's just something to take up time or take up space, then I'm not going to try and have that conversation. If I'm going to talk to somebody, like I want it to be something that both of us can gain out of it. Mm -hmm. You know what sucks though too? I mean, I still don't know what's going to end up happening in my life. Well, we're not so, spo- yeah. we're not supposed to know. That's the fun part. Guys. You know what? You know what's crazy? Have you ever thought about like someone who's forty years old and they're doing the jobs that they don't want to do, and they're like, I wonder at what point did they're like, yeah, fuck it, this is what I'm stuck with. Probably once they have kids. Yeah. But also back to that, everyone's okay. always like, oh, like what are you doing next weekend? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow because like, yeah, uh, day by day, things change fast. Day by day. Yeah. That's how I've been living. It's been a lot better. But, yeah. I think so because then I'm no longer. You know, dreading the week, like dreading the week. I just take the day as what it is, because and it's, it's because if I look at it in a weekly value, I get I start to stress myself out in a way. And like I, t- I called to my brother the other day. He's like, "It's good that you're doing a lot of things and you're trying to you know spread yourself thin so you can accomplish a lot." And he found that when he does have that and you're looking at the plate of everything that you got to eat. It's better to just go into the mentality where it's like, I don't really give a fuck if I spill. Well, dude, like I see like a common trend here, and I feel like I guess it's just the millennial or our age group. Like we have this fucking feeling for some reason that we need to have life figured out by the time we're 25 years old. And maybe it was like that before in the past and it's more open now. But I was thinking about this the other day. Like I'm 24 right now and six years I'll be 30. So let's say I have a kid when I'm 30, get married when I'm 29. Like that's still like four or five years of adventuring and learning myself like I from 18 to 22 I was told what to do for four years so I've really been on my own for two years if you want to say that so when you look at it in that perspective like fresh into the world like you're like a month into this thing like it's not supposed to be all figured out and easy this is just just take it just keep hooking and jabbing yeah. you know I even think me we, we, we apply a lot of pressure <laughs> on ourselves because it's good to expect a lot of your out of yourself yeah but we can't smash our face into the dirt because things don't work out the way we want them to because ultimately i'm coming to find out that things that don't work out the way that you want them to happen for a reason you just gotta embrace that that. i do that's actually pretty cool for you to say because then that means you're kind of like in the same boat as us where it's if you're feeling like you're a little bit down you know with uh trying to find your whatever your passion is or whatever you know whatever we're kind of talking about it kind of it lets me know that you're a hard critiquer of yourself. Oh yeah. And you know, and that's self-awareness. He's also a hard critiquer of himself and I'm a hard critiquer of myself. And a lot of times it sucks because I beat myself up really bad. But I also know that since I'm like that, I've been able to accomplish a hell of a lot more than most people that aren't. So I think, you know, you being upset with where you're at, if if you're upset with where you're at, then that's actually a good thing to then instead of being like, Oh, it's okay. Like I just got out. There's no big deal. But you actually have a sense of urgency to be like, I need, I want to get yeah. things done. I want to move forward. Because you, you, I imagine there's a lot of kids right now. I'm sure you can name people that you graduated with, where like they're like not doing anything and they don't give a fuck. And now they're yeah. just back yeah. going to their parents' house and living. But on it's right. also like an added, not like pressure, but all it of is. my friends right oh. now, like they're all working these nine to five jobs and like they have their titles and I'm over here like. No, but that's, so, that's so, so we talked. Wait, so we dude. talked about this last week. So listen, that's like this game and comparison, you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else because one, you're gonna take away from any of your accomplishments, and you're gonna be envious of other people of the stuff that you don't have or whatever the case may be. And 
I hope they can't hear that TV. And <laughs> I'm going to tell them to turn it off. It's fuck you. You just fucked me up. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll ask them to turn it down. Keep going. All right. Help me out. What, what was I saying? I don't remember. I was just thinking about how I'm hard on myself. Yeah. Because um, think, like, every morning you wake up and, like, you critique yourself. Like, that's how I am. Like, yeah, I'm definitely my toughest critic, but I'm also really sensitive. So... It's about, yeah, you have a high sense of self-awareness, which is honestly a really rare thing to have, but we have to, oh, that's what I was saying. So we compare ourselves to other people. He used this analogy last week, and I don't want to go through the whole thing again, but if you're driving on the road and... This was actually pretty good. Yeah, you're driving on the road, and you're driving from point A to point B, and you pass this car, and then it passes you again, and then you pass this car, and then it passes you again, and then you pass it again, and eventually you get to where you're going. And that car that you passed and then it passed you and vice versa, played no effect in how long it took you to get to your other point. Yeah, but it's kind of like one of those things where it aggravates you. Yeah. Where it's like, I just passed him and now he passed me. Or like, or if you're behind someone slow and then you get in another lane to pass, really but then you end up right slowing now. down and then someone else passes you, you're like, motherfucker. I'm <laughs> always like, well, if I, I'll just take the average time of how fast I'm driving. So if I did speed up to 85, but drop down to 70, I still have my average time. It doesn't affect me at all what he did. And that was kind of—I don't know what you said before that, but, but you yeah, wasted was, your time getting frustrated over exactly, well, exactly. And that's what you're. Well, that's, that's what you just said uh, of your about your friends. Yeah, it's the same. Exact also, thing. the title thing oh, is so I fucking. I see what you're stupid. saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're doing you. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because no matter what, you're still on your path, and you—you you are going from A to B. They're going to their A and B, and your ladder, your path is just a different path than everybody else's. That takes longer. It may take not, longer. Ne- not necessarily. Yeah, listen, either. don't worry so much about the time. Just make sure you get there. I was 22 and out of the military with no degree and no job. Facts. And then fucking I, bound, my I was a bouncer shit. at a bar for the first like four months I got out of the Marines. Yeah. And then I got jumped and hit in the face with a pipe. And I had a revelation. So maybe that's what you need. Get hit in the face. <laughs> I never got that, but I did become an alcoholic. <laughs> it was like six days a week. Too. I was getting blacked out. That's where I met Travis, too. That's where I met Stefan. But yeah, we were, me, 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 Jim, and Chris lived together. It was bad. Blacked out six days a week? Not blacked out, but we were definitely drunk. Yeah. Because I remember we would go to bed at like four, four, between 4 and 7 a.m. every day, and wake up around 2 or 3, maybe go to the gym, and then start drinking. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was stupid. We would go Vine on Wednesday, Devils on Thursday, Friday meal, Saturday meal, Sunday we'd just get fucked up the house, Sunday, and then Sunday. maybe we would drink on Monday. And we start over. So like usually Tuesday. But you did it though. See the thing is you did it. So like like that was an experience. Like you learned from it. Oh yeah, I did. So now you can go out and you can have a good time. Fucking if you go out once a week or whenever the fuck you go out and not have to worry about it. It's all about fucking balance. True. It's all about that balance. I went out once last weekend and it was a shit show. I was. I can't promise you it's not gonna be a shit show just because you go out once a week, but. It's a lot more. It's a lot more. Yeah, but you can fathom it a lot easier. I talked to my Uber driver for like two hours in the parking lot when he dropped me off. I'm like worried 3 about rape. It was kind of weird, but like you know my apartment. Like, but it wasn't that weird. Yeah, that's true. Until you like. Did he? Did he do you think he thought you were hitting on him? No, I think he thought I was fucking psycho. I thought he was gonna like lock me up. Why? We were just talking about like this everything going on and. Well, I bet you were real dramatic, weren't you? <laughs> Well, I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it now. I wasn't crying, though. I didn't cry at all, surprisingly. Shocker, yeah. right? I just looked right at the camera, and I felt weird. Dramatic drunks. <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah, you ever stare at the camera? 
I don't ever look at the camera. I forget. Honestly, I don't really like it because. Why? Why? That's not more important than me being dramatic. What? Looking at the camera. I'm sorry, but it kind of looks like a fucking robot. (laughs) Like it's gonna shoot me. Why are Uh, girls so dramatic? Mm. Yeah. We got a girl here. Why don't we ask her some fucking questions? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Why a girl so desperate to be in a relationship? Yeah. Are you guys fucking? Are you guys guys bored? No, I think we just get lonely and we like. I yeah, think actually my Uber driver told me this. So like when you're younger, all these Disney movies, it has like their happily ever after, like with a guy. So it's like that's what we honestly picture as the norm. But we see those same movies. I, there's just different. And those movies in end. There. Those movies end. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going before I even rebuttal, because I feel like I'm gonna. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Just why we're dramatic. Well, why? Yeah. Why do? Like I feel like a lot of why girls always want to get into a relationship. Just makes us feel fuzzy. I don't See, know. See, like you said, lonely, and like the only time I really feel lonely is when I'm bored. Hey, okay, no, I have a better route to go. <laughs> okay. When so you've I'm assuming been fucked over by a guy before, whatever the case may be, and you had a hard time getting over him. What do you obsess over about wanting to go back to that guy, even if he like wants nothing to do with you? Okay, this is perfect. So this last perfect. time, this is a good, one. It's a good one. Last time I was on your podcast, it was like a week after I got ghosted, and I was wait no maybe like a month. I was like still <laughs> devastated. you got ghosted. So wait, you re, re, wait, wait, you got a so I was like dating this guy from January to like the beginning of April, and it was like great. Like uh-huh. I. I don't know. He was oh, like yeah. my best friend, and I've never thought a guy's like my best friend. Right. And literally one day, I was gonna buy him Eric Church tickets, like surprise him. What a nice he girl. never texted me back. I knew he was sick and like he was busy with war- with work. And it was like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I texted him, Facetimed him once for those three consecutive days, and then I gave it through the weekend. Never heard anything. I was like looking up to see if his car crashed. Like I thought about going to his work. I messaged his roommate. I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And then that Monday, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I just got ghosted real hard. I do remember this now. Yeah. I remember talking. To I was about a wreck. This. I think I came over that night. It was over, and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I think I remember. That. I'm still upset about it, but um. Damn. <laughs> it doesn't ever. Like, I was friends- just, just. I was took me a second to get all that process. Yeah, I was like, same. I, oh shit! I've like, never done that before. I was thinking back, and if you was, ever do that I've to never, anyone, I've never wait. Like, ghosted someone? No, like, do not, not, not somebody I was talking to for like three months. We weren't oh, like yeah, officially in a relationship. He's always like, "Oh, like I'm just waiting for the right time." But we were like exclusively, seriously yeah. dating. Right. A polite right. ghost is like, you know, you 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 start out, you respond like as fast as you can, and then like the polite ghost is you go up to like maybe like an hour, or you just between every text, and then you maybe like five. But not hours. when you get this or you close just let, with yeah, someone. You just, if you, that's what I'm saying. Like if it was like I hung out with the girl once, and then or twice, and then I stopped talking to her or whatever, that, then that's. I guess it would be considered ghosting, but like four I would months. consider that three months, four months, like you're dating. Honestly, I wouldn't. We even talked know. all day, every day, hung out like three times a week. Like honestly, I wouldn't even know because most of the time, if I get to that point with a girl, it usually goes down in flames. But like, just wait. Be so like, wait, hey. I want I want to know what happened. This is you got my attention, Steph. Okay, so we should turn our show to Mari. <laughs> just talking no, about the relationships. Jerry, uh, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry will bring in the uh, bring them in. We have them here. It cuts to the fucking window. <laughs> oh All of a sudden, you got two pies of whipped cream. It's like here you go, guys. Jerry, right, sorry. Um, so what happened? 
So I didn't hear from him. I was a wreck because I, I don't know, we just got along so well and I talked to him all day every day. And so the summer passed. The summer was like crazy. Still like, not a single fucking word from the No. Guy. So one day over the summer, it was my first Sunday fun day ever. I found Trent and we went to his the restaurant he works at to get a drink. And he was there and he looked like scared shitless. He was like, oh, hi. And I was like, hi. and then I didn't see him again. And then actually in August, when we the first night we moved into our apartment, I was on mill and his, this guy comes up to me and he like looks at me and I was like I think I know him and I was like holy shit like Ron and it was his roommate and he gave me like the biggest hug and I was like oh I'm so glad to see you because he was always my favorite roommate oh and he, I was like I, I was the favorite roommate like you know like his favorite roommate he lived with like four guys okay, yeah sure yeah <laughs> um <laughs> And I was like, is he, like, the guy, is he okay? And he's like, yeah, I have no idea what happened. And then I saw him, and I vaguely remember, like, running up to this guy and, like, giving him a hug, and then we left because I was just, like, I don't know, it still hurt. And then his roommate texted me the next day, and he was like, like, I hope you don't hate me. And I was like, I don't hate you, but I do almost, like, hate this other guy. And I was like, do you know what happened? He was like, I have no idea. And I was like, so I just, like, stopped coming around one day, and you guys just assumed it was over. And they are like, yeah, basically, he doesn't talk about it. And I was like... Okay. So is I kind of got my closure through that, him. Damn, that's a lot more than I bargained for. I was looking for more of like a, you got your heart broken. My well, heart well, was well, like, well, 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 like like directly heartbroken, and you still had contact with the person. So okay, so now that even that's even a better example. So now you you don't you you're you fallen for this guy hard. You haven't talked to him in a few months. So what's going through your head like those like those few weeks afterwards? Like how'd you kind of move on? It was not good. I was really sad, and this goes back to being hard on yourself, and this is another reason why I'm so insecure. It's because it's like, I have been crazy psycho in past relationships, uh-huh, but I feel like with this are. one, I really was not, hmm. and I know you don't believe me, but like, I really no, I do. feel like I, I wasn't. You, so. like, I feel you, like I feel like I matured a lot. What do you consider crazy psycho? I wouldn't hang out with you if you were a crazy psycho bitch. True. And I would call your ass out if you started acting. Right? I think all girls are a little fucking crazy. That's a little yeah. true too. So I would say you're, a, but you're above average. I can see you being crazy. No offense. Yeah, I used to be. Oh. I probably could still be. I just like I'm the type of person where I will do anything to make something work. So like I literally gave this. See, guy, but I feel like so many girls are like that, and listen, maybe it's no. not meant to Why? work. Because guy, I'm so the, selfless. If the guy, if the but if the guy. The guy's like, listen, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Like, But remember, I didn't get that. I'm just saying if you did, if you're in this and the guy didn't want to hang out with you anymore. Let's just say he didn't ghost you. He just texted you and said, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Things were going good. He put it on you. Would you have been very persistent to like... I would have said, why? Like, I just need closure. And then I would honestly probably just ask him if there's another chance. And if he said no... Would you see, I got. I would maybe drunk text him, but... See, I got it. told the other day by someone they were like i'm gonna stop talking to you and i was like okay thank you for telling me and i just said okay and then they got upset because they're like why don't you fight for me i'm like because you're playing games it's like i don't play why games are you in the playing with my head shorty <laughs> <laughs> not quite <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah how did i get over him i don't know i just went out a lot with the summer and i you drank a lot yeah, I had yeah, like my nice. slutty semester over the summer. That's how you guys over the last four years. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that my slutty college career? No, that's good. I don't know. I'm just fucking with you. It still hurts. Like if I think about it too much, I get upset. But 
See, I don't so know what do you think? Wait, so what do you think happened? What's your what's your theory? I think he knew I was wait, really Wait, maybe he's gay. I'm going to go I'm going to get a little I'm going to get a little personal. We have no, we have a okay. Okay. Go for it. All right. If you know what I'm going to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember we had a conversation. I remember this. Me? The, the guy didn't like having sex. I don't know if he didn't like it, but it just like He didn't, didn't like having sex? No, I don't. Did I didn't hear those out? words. No, it just like never Did happened. Did you smell bad? Me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it just like happened like three times over like four months. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm not used to. No. Three times in four months? The like, fuck? we moved really slow to begin with, which I really appreciated because that's super different for me. Like, not saying I'm a huge whore bag, but, like, yeah, we hung out for, like, two weeks two before times. he even made the first move, which I liked, but. Okay, so, maybe, I don't know. That's, what, what? Yeah, I remember when she told me that. So, like, people huh. think, so, the last time we went out together was St. Patrick's people Day. People think. People and think. his <laughs> ex works at Casa, and. She saw us there, and she was so mad, but she was, like, bringing him free drinks for, like, an hour. Wait, who was it? His ex-girlfriend. She was working at Casa. So some people think he went back to her. Yeah. I mean, everyone's pretty. She's short like me. She has dark hair. Is everybody pretty pretty on the outside? Is that why you dyed your hair dark? (laughs) I dyed my hair dark, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) Trying to go undercover and shit. Well, again, is that why you dyed your hair (laughs) dark? No. I've always dyed my hair dark since, like, 2014. Damn, that's weird. So people not, think no, he got back together thing. with her. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to figure that out too. Huh. People think... I, mean, I, I think How I, was it? Sorry, I'm stuck I on the sex I was drunk. Thing. It was good. So wait, every time you guys had uh, sex, were you guys drunk? I bu- yeah. I it honestly might have not Would even Would you happened. try to have sex with him when you were sober and he'd like push you away? Not like, like push you away, touch, but... Like, like you ain't like... touching this dick today. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm kind of hungry. It's I'm like the hungry. Thanks, but no thanks. I haven't ate yet today. I don't know. Now that I, think I got shower twice today before I can do anything sexual. Because that would be a, <laughs> I would be in a questionable state. You definitely. Shower a lot, no, like you actually. know, like on Sims though, on Sims, you know, like when you're trying to make babies with your Sim wife, I, I you gotta not, feed her, you gotta play this. chess with her, and you gotta feed her. You cannot make babies unless you do all three of those things to your Sims wife. Just saying. We're not in Sims though. I know, but We're not? maybe he is. <laughs> maybe he was a Sim. Maybe that's why he goes to me because he's a Sim. Someone, that makes yeah. sense. And someone else took over the account. So have you dated anybody else? I'm not going to keep playing that joke. Yes. I dated an older man. Wait, wait. How much older? 35? This is fun. 11. <laughs> yeah, dude, 11 I, I can tell just from our older. job, this has gotten so much easier. <laughs> yeah, we just can interrogate. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, I don't think he really liked him. He's like 11 years old. Right, you right, met him one wait, night. How old yeah, you met him up. He, well, I met him when He's he was a, 32 and then he turned 33. Okay. Well, you might as well say the rest of it. Yeah, go ahead. What he's about got, it? He's got kids? Yeah. Is he got a wife, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> everyone asks me that. That's, like, the first question everyone asks me. Well, I mean, obviously, if there's kids, Yeah, he's yeah. like, well, fuck my 35-year-old wife. I'm going to be able to bang out somebody that's 22. Why not? Yeah, I guess that's not unreasonable for some skis. Honestly, for all I know, he could still be married. Oof. No, So, what, you were not. dating him or what? Like, I wouldn't use that word, you're but, saw, yeah. You met him at an, uh, in Mill? He goes to the place I work at. Ah, I see. But now, okay, so now that you dated somebody else, though, do you feel like you were able to move on now, like, put with the other guy, Ron, you put him kind of in the past, and now Not you're looking Ron's forward? the roommate. Tyler's a Tyler, okay. Name drop. I know, I wasn't going to. 
You could have you called him something Hey, else. man, you said it, not us. We're not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want people she thinking signed, it was the roommate. She signed the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. Um, Damn right. We don't delete. We don't edit. I, <laughs> I see, the only times I do get sad about Tyler is, obviously, this older guy, like, we're not, like, talking anymore. But, like, when we, I don't know. Like, I was closer with Tyler than I was with the old guy, and, like, that's when I would miss him because I would miss, like, what we had. And I did feel like it was really right. Like, hmm. now I want to get upset about it again. We're not trying to make you sad. I'm See, not going to start crying, but, you know, trying, like... But, okay, so now look I, at your... Wait, but so wait, here. Let's come full circle with this thing. So, okay. like, let's look at yourself a year ago with all this was going on or whatever, like, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting here going into February 2018. And you're not the same person that you were last year. You learned a lot of things. Yeah, but it sucks because, like, this time last year was, like, the happiest time of my entire life. was the happiest time of your life up until this point. Up until, yeah, this January is just, like, but. Yeah, but that's right. It can only go up from here. That's true. And I've always noticed that the times of my life where I face, face the most amount of adversity, right on that's the other when side, I've done the most improvement. Right on the other side of that wall. Like you I keep like, climbing up the mountain. Like, obviously, I was telling you the other day, I had, like, my mental breakdown. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I'm totally cool with it because I know when I'm 50 years old, I'm going to look back and be like, those are the days that made me who I am. Yeah. I, know I'm I do love who I am, like as insecure as I am. Like, yeah. I love who I am. That's good. Good to say it too. Um, but I, before we went to full circle, I wanted to talk about something because I think me and Pat have a hard time comprehending the thought process of even being that attached because we don't attach ourselves to yeah. people. We got to back up a little bit though with like attachment things. Okay. Go like, ahead. take okay. the floor. Do you I don't not know. think you were attached to Tyler? No, I I was. Okay, so or T. We'll let's call, call, let's call, let's call, let's call him T Dog for now on. <laughs> T Dog. All right. All right. So we're gonna back up and get like real deep. So right after my mom died, I dated this guy and like he like kind of helped T- me like T Dog. No, no. Different than T Dog. B Dog. B Dog. Okay. <laughs> That's just a bitch. 2016 summer, and he definitely like really helped me like. Not get over my mom, but, like, rejuvenate a little cool. bit. And then once we broke up, I felt like I had totally lost myself. Like, I literally didn't feel like I knew how to live my life. And then when I dated T-Dog, T-Dog. like, I was, like, <laughs> serious. Um, yeah, we're all smiling. <laughs> this is really <laughs> Now you look psycho. He's <laughs> a it's like we're talking about some sad shit we're just fucking (laughs) smiling our asses off I'm sorry Steph I'm sorry anyway let's do this I'm not laughing at you I'm just laughing at the energy I'm laughing at Pat (laughs) alright so go ahead continue Um, so right before I dated T-Dog and this is gonna make you laugh every time right before I dated him I I was conversation Sorry, go ahead. All right, you don't have to. You don't have to call him that. Do you you can mean? call him. Just call him T. Tyler. Oh, <laughs> that escalated quickly. All right. All right. So right before I dated him, I felt like very confident with like myself, like because I believe you need to be happy single before you can be happy in relationship. Yeah. And that was me. So it's like once we broke up, like I was devastated, but I was like, I still have this awesome life like to fall back onto. Mm-hmm. So, would you say would you consider yourself dependent? No, no, I'm very him? independent. No, no, no were you? Did you find you? Did you find yourself only finding your happiness through him at that time? No, but the guy I dated right before him, I did. It yeah, was, he was like everything. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, B dog, B dog, yeah, B dog, yeah. 
See, I've never felt dependent on a girl for my happiness. Good. It's disgusting. It's awful. No, I think it's necessary, like... When you get married, I think that would be. I mean, that would be, be. Yeah, that would be ideal. That because then that's going to keep you from making stupid ass fucking decisions. Yeah, because you love each other so much that you need each other. Maybe that's, that's the, the catch. That. Maybe that's why we see girls get attached to us. So when we know it's the opposite way around, that we probably should stick around for whoever that girl is. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit, man. Did we just fake our ran out? No. <laughs> that's why girls do it so guys learn. If that's why girls learn, do it. To teach us. Yeah. Do to follow suit. Huh. But we never do. Still not going to, unless I feel forced. It's rape. Love rape. Rape love. All right. What? Any more questions about why girls do what they do? Did you say white girls? Why? Do you, why girl, girls? Do, you think goes, do you think a lot of girls whore it up after they get out of a relationship? I think so. I think they say they're going to, and then when they're in that moment, they're like, no, this is so wrong. I felt like that before. Like, you think, like, oh, I want to go, like, make out this person. Empty. And then it's just like... You do it and you're Gross. like, you just miss right. that other person too much and it's awkward. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm. So that's why girls start crying every time they kiss me randomly. <laughs> <laughs> now Those are actually the only times I've ever kissed a girl is when they're crying. Yeah, dude, I'm, you go make them happy again. I wasn't crying when I kissed you. <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. Just threw that up. Exposed. <laughs> J Dog. J Dog. You were about to throw you under the bus. (laughs) Nah, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Oh, man. What a day. Let's go get hammered tonight, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck this shit. (laughs) Oh, man. No, honestly, even I'm 25. So I figured, I always like figured I'd probably get married around like 28, 30. So I'm like thinking of my, and it was weird is, I'm this is this year has been the most I've felt like I do not to be in a relationship. 2017. 2018. Yeah. This year. <laughs> 2018. Okay. This so is the most I've weeks. ever felt yeah. that I've like three I'm weeks. like I have no need for a relationship. Yeah, for sure. Which is crazy cuz I'm older. We well, should never feel like you need. No, no, but like you know, but like kind of like well, I think the thing is too, I think I got my fix in relationships over the past few months or a year where I'm like I'm, where I'm like yeah I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna hang out with Pat for right now you know just gonna keep it that way keep it simple work on myself yeah and uh, things will follow and things will follow I just I don't know I, I find myself being a busy person if something if you bring somebody along and they're causing more havoc in your life than the opposite then that's you know I that's feel like why people so I was sad, like, about this older guy, like, when it ended, because it ended, like, pretty shitty. Shocker. I was and, there. Um, I was there. Yeah. Um, you were and there. that's why people were like, you need hobbies to not, like, waste your time being sad about it, you know? Like, I needed to occupy more of my time. Smoke weed. No! See, but then again, though, like, that's good advice, and I might have even been one of the people that have said it. But I don't think I was. But at the same time, that's also, like, a band-aid. I think there, it's, it's when you like to actually overcome something like, yeah, you can use distractions to get, take your mind off it. But at the same time, it's, there's got to be like the realization within your own mind and heart where it's like, why the fuck am I sh- upset? And then just move on. That's, right. that's yeah. the key. And then finding. Until they Snapchat you on a lonely well, you, well, you Thursday have to, You night. have to understand. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you but you have remember. to understand. You have to understand, like I said before, like nothing. Well, not everything is supposed to go, well, go on forever. What did you tell me earlier today? 
not everything's supposed to go on forever. I no. told you a lot of things no, today, bro. Euphor- uh, re- uh, euphoric recall. Yeah, euphoric recall. Yeah, so I went over this with Hammer earlier about euphoric recall. Basically, a lot of people like addicts get this and alcoholics or you can get it through other people. And it's when we have flashbacks. I'm just going to use a drug addict as an example because it's the best one. So you have a heroin addict and they're they're going through rehab. They're clean. They're clean. And then they start thinking about it. They start getting the itch to go back. Because they just remember the good that it brought them. The good, the good, the good. They totally forget. Yeah. They delete all the bad and sadness and depression it's brought in their life. And then when they go ahead and they go back to it, then it's like, you, it's, it's almost like you trick yourself. And see what sucks is that kind of Snapchat that you get is going to be a trigger yeah. right. to you for But also the one thing that like gives me like closure about Tyler is that if he ever did come back to me like I could never trust him again like every day I'd be like oh my god like is it gonna ghost me again today and I even feel yeah. like that now now with guys I'm like oh my god like is am I being ghosted and it right. fucking sucks. And, I, and I feel like that's why girls do become so insecure is a lot of girls do get fucked over I'm not gonna sit here and say they don't I'm not saying guys don't get fucked over but girls get fucked over especially frequently when they fall well, for somebody I think- hard I think that's why they become very protective but that's another reason why I, I, I'm starting to see that as we get a little bit older, girls have been fucked over more because they've been through more experiences. Well, I think they fall easier though. Yeah, right, definitely. And that's the reason why they get fucked over more often. Because that's they why fall I for hate guys liking guys. Like when I feel myself liking someone, I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. Pump the brakes a little bit. I think you just need to find like five deal breakers that like basically applies to everybody. And see, people good. are like, "Why do you like this guy?" And I'm like, "That's a stupid question." To I ask. don't know. I'm like, "Why do you like me?" No, I wasn't directly asking like <laughs> that, but I'm saying like you could ask your friend that question, and I bet they would like. Yeah. They would have a hard oh, time. Oh, you're nice. Time. You make me. F- you funny, but yeah. it's like this Oh, we're yeah. friends. Oh, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good to say. I think yeah. My Uber driver was like, "Why do you like him?" And I'm like, or he was like, "What about him makes you happy?" And I'm like, "The way I feel, I don't know." And then I was like, shit, do I like him or do I like the thought of like being with someone? See, that's the most common. Yeah. I don't know. I've said that probably a thousand times on this fucking podcast. I think People I think get I more like in love him. with the idea of loving someone than being in love with him. I think it's because our minds are bored. Like, that, I think that's a big reason why we haven't paid the relationships or going out or any of shit like that. It's because our minds have been so preoccupied with everything else that you lose sight of things. But when you have not all this other shit to think about then you kind of start that envy, that companionship with somebody else. Yeah, but then what if you meet a girl that is so attra- attracting, not just physically, but like... You break up with her. No, no so so attracting in that sense that where all the things that you were preoccupied with, your work, your ambitions, your career, that those things seem... They come second to her. Well, if they come second to her and you feel like you're doing better at all those other things now because of her then I think that would be somebody that you'd want to keep around just yeah. like even if, if it wasn't a girl and it was a guy and like somebody did that to you like if somebody could have that effect on you I'm not saying like like as a friend somebody could have that effect of you like that you're doing better in other aspects of your life like you want to keep that person yeah. around the people that are taking away from other aspects of your life are the people that you need to cut out of your life well I think and that's one of my problems is that I get just I feel I, when I look at a relationship I look at is it at I look at it as a sacrifice that I have to make towards my time and freedom. No. Yeah, because, see, that's what's no. a fucked up thing. That's really it? fucked up. No, well, but like, because well, no, I, like I feel like I can't, I feel like there's like another responsibility that's, it's not that something that they're helping me move forward in my, where I want to be, but it feels like I just took on a whole another responsibility to take care of. So now that I'm like trying to work on work, my house, my career, now I have her to deal with and I have to make sure she's happy. 
And I haven't found someone, I guess, worth See, my sacrifice. It's the priority list right now. The priority list is set up and just kind of sticking to it. And I think I put girls real low on the priority list. But, okay, then you need to find a girl like me. Not really, but, like, so my whole thing. <laughs> like no, me. I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Like, when I'm, like, dating someone, and like, if I know they're in my corner, like, I don't need to talk to them all day. Like, just knowing at the end of the day, like, I can go to them, or I can go home to them, or whatever. Like, that's all I need in, uh-huh. like, loyalty, honestly. Right, see, that's the thing, though. Like, if somebody is, like, giving you shit, though, because you're not answering them, or you're not, like, talking to them consistently, that shit drives me up the fucking wall. It's not like that. Well, I know you're and, not Unless like they ghost me and I'm like, what the fuck? That was one time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 like, God, take my soul if that happens. <laughs> no, I hope that doesn't happen to anybody. And guys, if you're going to ghost somebody, at least tell them you're going to ghost them. Be like, hey, yeah. peace. Unless you just met him one time, then who cares? Yeah, well, yeah or two. <laughs> Maybe three. If they're a bitch, yeah. then fuck it. Give them what they deserve. Yeah, let them learn. Sometimes you get alone the hard way. Damn, the road's rocky. Sometimes you trip and fall. So anything like else you want to ask us anything? You want to know about a guy's perspective on anything? Mm. <sighs> so you guys can't imagine like ever ghosting someone. No, I've ghosted someone before. I but like left a girl at a movie theater one time. <laughs> Dude, some girl. What movie me, was it? Some girl messaged me on Instagram and said I. Refused to be her boyfriend, and I ghosted her. Would never talk to her again, and I had no idea who she was. No, the only time I ever ghosted somebody, I was a freshman in high school, and I was going to the movies with my buddy to meet this girl that I met at one of Rudy's football games and her friend. And he sent a she sent a fake picture of her friend to my buddy, and I got him to drive me to the movie theaters. We walk in, and like I'm with her friend, and we see her other friend that we haven't seen yet, and she was fucking huge huge oh. and she like was sending fake pictures to him and shit and all this so they would go into the movies we walk out and they're like do you want to go to Applebee's or something right afterwards because it was like right, right across the street from the movie theater and we're like we're like yeah and they went walked into the bathroom and me and him just looked at each other and we just fucking gunned towards the door hopped in the car took off and that yeah, that's honestly that. that's kind of fucked that they sent you guys fake pictures yeah so I mean they had it coming a little bit right well like, the it's, one it's girl sad well, the one, like, well the one girl the, I mean I knew who the one girl was yeah, her friend and that's the only reason my buddy was willing to go is because he thought this other girl was going to be there. You should have called her out first and then left. Be like, hey. They're like, like, where are you at? I'm like, oh, we're at Applebee's. We got a table. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you were a freshman. Yeah, I was a young buck. 15? Yeah, I, mean, I would have been pissed, though. Yeah. Yeah. Young love. What was your question? If you oh, have you ever somebody? Somebody? Uh, I feel like I have. Or, no, more importantly, like, why do you guys... Or why do guys get so scared when girls, like, really open up about their feelings? Because I feel like the past two times I've opened up about my feelings, that's when the guys are just like... Amazing. What do you consider about opening up your feelings? Like, how you feel about the guy you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, just saying, like, if you want to, like, spend more time together, or, like... Because that means... So, we're... I not, know, I know what wait, I so this is So, wait, so, for, wait, this is, this is so... 24, 25, this is what we think. When a girl starts getting real attached, especially if we've had girls attached before us in the past... We got to be very cautious and very protective of ourselves because we're like, all right, well, like things could get serious, like, and then next thing I know, I could be fucking having babies with this kid, and like my life could be drawn out. So you're out. scared. You get scared. It's well, just like it's like. So that's I'm, why he goes. Yeah, a little bit. Well, like, well, it's 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 out of scaredness, but it's also out of like not being ready for that. But too. if you genuinely so, so, like so, the girl, like it's yeah, worth giving up. It it's it's. 
for me at least, especially if I already know, like if you opened up to a guy like this, like, like you're like kind of like how you know I could see us like having a future, like you know, and that guy doesn't feel the same exact way, the guy's probably gonna kind of back off. Yeah. I'm just gonna be real but with you. Why couldn't he just be like, hey? Because I think you get, kind of get shook. Because kind of get then, like, the next thing that, I, like, if someone says, like, oh, you know, I'm really starting to like you, then I'm like, oh, crap, she wants to be in a relationship. And then I'm like, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship. Because if I'm in a relationship, that means I'm off the market. And I don't know if I want to commit to you yet. So then I get scared. See, I struggle because I don't want to live my life like beating around the bush and not telling someone how I feel about them. But it's like if me telling someone my feelings is going to be my downfall every time, it's like. Well, no, I think it's good to do it because eventually someone will reciprocate it. I think girls are just ready to settle sooner than guys are. Because, I mean. Well, dude, you got to think like my thought process when a girl tells me it's like, oh, shit, now. I can't go out with my boys as much. I can't talk to other girls. Oh shit! This is is this is this what I want? And then like you're like, uh, now she's to be over here all the time. Can't be farting. No, like most, like <laughs> mo- like, mo- like most. Ring a ding ding. Most people I know from back home. You just have a stroke. That no, I was thinking about something. Most people that I know from back home. Most. Of the people that are married, I should say that are from back home are girls that I know, versus guys that are my age, relevance wise. I'm surprised. So most of the people that were I was friends with and stuff, they none of them, they're none of them, they're not married. But there are a lot of girls that I went to school with that are married and have kids already. With older guys. Yes. Mm. Now let me think about my high school. How much? Well, so okay, so you're dating this. <laughs> so so you're, wait, so you're talking to this 33 year old guy. Did you feel a different type of security because you knew he was older? No, I was scared. Well, he was lower, but I now I'm thinking about it. A lot of my like girls in my high school married older guys. I. Everybody on um, my dad's side of the family got divorced and then married a younger woman. I could get over the age, but I couldn't get over the kids because I decided I was like thinking about it once it ended. I was like, when I like lay my eyes on a baby, like my baby with my husband, like I want it to be both of our first times, like laying our eyes on our first child. I see yeah. what you're saying. Someone right now is probably calling you selfish, but I completely understand. No, I get that 100%. And some people honestly like the idea of people that already have kids because they're like, all right, this person's responsible. Yeah. I, get, like, I can oh, see, cool. I I can see both arguments, thing. but I'm with you on that. Yeah. I would like to have kids with somebody that has never had kids before mm-hmm. when I Me do too. have kids. Me too. When I plan to have kids. Unless I'm like a lot older, then yeah. I wouldn't really care. Like if I'm like 40 or 50. Well, see, that's the thing, and it's got to sound fucked up, but as guys, like – I was telling these guys the other day, like, girls, like, I think they're kind of in a rush because you guys want to have babies before X age or whatever the uh, case because yeah. you're more fertile. And then guys, we it doesn't really matter. We could be 30. Like, you want to – most girls want to have babies by the time they're 30. Mm-hmm. A guy could be 30 and just marry somebody that's 25 or 26 years old. Yeah, I can be 40. she's being her prime. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? So if I, I think wasn't... the time's ticking for girls. I think that's really – I think that may play into it. If I was five years older and I met this guy, like things might have been different. You, you know what? Know. I am young. You know what's something shitty though that I because I've been talking to this girl not in a relationship way, but because but I work with her, and she's older. I, think she, I don't know already, but she's older, like and she 30s? talks K dog. I think even I don't know. I don't. But she's older, like substantial. <laughs> That's why we're just gonna name people. So like she's not in our generation. Um, <laughs> but 
Yeah, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but she she shows me text messages because she's single. She's a single mom, and she shows me text messages of all these guys because she's an attractive older lady. And Milf. Yeah. So all the guys. Yeah, she's an eighteen year old son. So that gives you a little idea of her age. Um, she's like, but all these guys, like she has like ten guys chasing after her that are also older, and the text messages are no better than guys that are twenty. Dude, some of these guys say some stupid shit. I'm like. Like some dude was like, he's like, oh, we should hang out tonight. And then she's like, no, I'm with my son tonight. I don't, want, I don't usually introduce him to guys unless like it's really serious. And then he's like, well, just you know, say you're gonna order him a pizza. I'll deliver the pizza and say you don't have a tip. And then I'll just come eat the pizza with you guys. It's like, dude, come on, man. What? <laughs> it's like, and like I was like, it's like he only, she only knew him for like a week. It's like, what a fucking idiot. Like, how old is this? That seems a little too. No, dude, let me. I got some more, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got some more. She was telling me that this one guy at a restaurant. First date was like, yeah, my ex. She used to always like stare at my cock a lot. And ask me <laughs> and ask me questions like, "How do you not just jack off constantly?" And I was like, "He said that on the first date, so it's like, I'm guys sure. don't get any better, dude. They don't get better." I'm terrified. Yeah, wow. there was one more that was good. Find um, a good one and stick. With oh it. yeah. So after a date with the guy, he like texted her and was just like, uh, "We didn't say any names, so we're still good." I'm gonna feel like I'm like gossiping about everything, but there's no names have been said. She was saying like, uh, uh, "The guy was like, oh." I, I need you do you shave down there because um, if you do then I'm gonna think you're cheating with you've seen other people and it's like they weren't even dating and they only went on one date Ew. and I was like these guys are that's aggressive guys dude somebody said this to me when maybe I'm, older guys are just way more desperate it's, I, I could see that too you know, they're or like, they just don't hurry up and fucking or it is don't give a fuck at that point I have a friend that I work with. She goes on Bumble, and this oh, guy one time was that. like, "Do you like? Are you looking for a stud?" And my friend's like, "Yeah, of course." And he goes, "Oh, I already have the STD. All I need is you." Oof. Interesting. Stud. STD. With a U. All I need is you. He was like, "I already have the STD. All I need is you." You don't get it. Stud. Yeah, STD. STD. Yeah, sexual transmitted disease. It's a joke. Right? Yeah, but still, you don't make jokes about having STDs. Wait, so wait, listen. So, I mean, this, this like, wait, let's put this in perspective with relationships and people and stuff. Somebody said this to me when I was home. I was talking to him. We were kind of fucking hammered. And, anyways, <laughs> L Dog had said to me, I was talking to him about a specific girl. He's like, look, whenever I think. L Dog? Yeah, whenever I think that I need to get over a girl. <laughs> the person gave him, I was Liam. Your fucking three-year-old fucking nephew or whatever. No, it's another Liam. <laughs> not, not, not little Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? No, he said, he said, you realize there's seven billion people on the earth, so let's cut it in half just roughly. It's three and a half billion women on this planet. So if one girl fucks you over or doesn't work out, there's still three and a half billion other options out there. To fuck you over. <laughs> to fuck you over. or So, no, the thing is, though, like, go through the experiences. Like, they may not work out the way you want. But choose wisely. Like, you have a lot to pick from. Definitely find somebody that's going to make you fucking yeah. happy. Well, and don't sell yourself short. Do you believe in soulmates? Yes. Do you See, believe you have I, more? Wait, do you believe you have more than one soulmate? Yeah, I guess that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then you, you don't really believe in soulmates then. I mean, in you have my past, I, I can think of two. <laughs> I can think like, yeah, he's my soulmate. Like, like, do you think like there's one out there for me? Or do you think that there's like... 
probably maybe a hundred thousand girls that like I think there's probably, like, <laughs> probably a hundred thousand of them that like, I would marry. And the whole planet, there's probably like a hundred thousand girls that probably I could have a compatible relationship with and be happy. Now I don't know. You know, no, dude, mean? that's still that's still a really really small, small margin. Yeah, honestly, there's probably there might even be a million. Who knows? Like a lot of girls. One out of a million soulmates. No, one so, out of no, every thousand so, girls. So, I mean, but how cool would that right? be if soulmates was a real thing? And That'd be did, fucked, And you dude. did lead to that one person in that three and a half billion people you were supposed to be. With. I would worry that I would like overlook them because it's like, oh, like if I stopped for gas this one day, like I wouldn't have gone into Safeway and I wouldn't have met my soulmate or like stuff like that. Oh, like, that's why they're your soulmate. Yeah, because destiny. It's no matter fucking what. Fucking destiny. Yeah. It was meant to happen. Yeah, but I guess if you look at it like that. What? Then, oh, <laughs> a little louder, please. I guess, though, if that's how you're going to look at it, then if you not, if you end up just being single, that means your destiny was to never, that you didn't have a soulmate. Or you just don't believe in soulmates and you neglect the process. That's us. No, dude. I'm not saying that. I'm just not in a fucking, I, what, trust me, me getting a girl and having a relationship and having babies and getting married it's going to be there a fucking few years from now. I don't need that shit right now. Same. So it's not like the whole thing with success, too. It's like, I want to be successful right this fucking second. Of course I do. But ultimately, I want to be successful, and I know I will be successful. It may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen a year from wow. now, but it's eventually going to happen. This is all tied in very nicely. Thank you. Wow. You can see we've came a long way in 32 episodes, huh? <laughs> Good job, bud. Thanks, bud. We're actually about to be done. What time is it? What time do we start? We start. We got. Uh, we're at fifty-five, 55 minutes. <laughs> well, Steph, do you have anything you want to say? Do you awesome. have anything you want to say? You feel good? Yeah. Usually, I talk like this real close. You get to assigned. Me. You get assigned the table. Today. Oh yeah, you're the first one to sign the table. New thing we're doing. Um. All right, then. Want me to wrap this up? Oh, sorry, guys. Want me to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say to anybody? No, that was like a nice mm. like. You feel very, you just felt like you sat through a thera therapeutic session? Yeah, for the last like 30 minutes. Nice. Same I up. like how this time I actually felt comfortable enough to talk about T-Dog, whereas last time like I really wanted to talk about, but it was just like way too soon. Yeah, so no, that's, that's cool. cool. That's, that's cool. kind of cool. No, I'd say I, I, even, I love doing this podcast just for the fact that I get to explore my own thoughts. And mine. Yeah. And well, you, by you saying certain things, it helps me explore my own thoughts, and I hope yeah. I could do the same for you. Because you're bringing a whole entire different perspective where I'm like, why would she even think like that? Yeah. Mm, but you know what? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Kind of. Okay. That is episode 34 of Life as We Know a Podcast with Shachik Solomon, Jacob Hammond, Stephanie Padwar. Hey, L Dog, what's up, boy? <laughs> <laughs> B Dog, T Dog, K Dog, shout out, shout out, shout out. I'm like, I'm press stop. Deuces, though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Follow us, like us, subscribe. Yo, shout out to Ken Diamond. Yeah, Ken, you're the man. Also, shout out to uh, um, Cassie. And also, guys, if you're watching this stuff, please share it. Like it, you help us out. Like I know, you guys, I know, I know you guys are watching it. So just do us a favor and click the button. And never ghost anybody. And don't ghost anybody. <laughs> subscribe. Have Ken a good Diamond. Subscribe. You, you commented, but you didn't subscribe. Have you a good week. Yeah, don't don't go at Ken like that. Relax. Relax. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping it right now. Peace.